everybody, and welcome to the Buck 50 Social Club. This is a show where we find answers to questions that don't matter at all. I'm James Quesada. I'm Julia Schroeder. I'm Colin Dworsky. I'm Leah Gibbard. I'm Mike Maguire. And in our last episode, we started making our way through a list of overrated things, and we got through two subjects, (laughs) movies and music, uh, before we ran out of time. And we have like eight or ten more uh, categories to go. Um, So this is part two of that episode, and since we're picking up on our previous conversation, we're going to skip the would you rather round and just dive right back in um we covered movies and music so we're gonna uh, pick this one up with tv shows what are some overrated tv shows everyone is going to hate me but i don't really care for friends i don't like friends mike has tried to get me into it because he loves friends and i just can't get into it I think that's valid. I do think it's overrated. I think I love it, but I do I do think it's it's uh overall as a show overrated in my opinion, but I will say that um pound for pound funniest writing writing and writers room in in I think network uh sitcom history. Whoa. Friends? Yeah. Just, just the amount of like jokes in the in the scripts and everything. Okay, what, what about a- Thirty Rock? Yeah. Oh, uh, I forgot about Thirty Rock. <laughs> yeah. Oh, never mind. Well, uh, uh, Thirty Rock is is uh, is is uh, you know a different show, and it's not in front of a live audience or whatever. Okay, okay. it's like it's like a different type of show. Strong in my arguments. <laughs> but I also don't think it's got as many uh, uh, JPSs. He, he, I disagree. Jokes per second. I disagree. Oh, that's not I'm, what this. I guess that's not what this conversation is about. But I very much disagree. okay. Well, let's talk about it. Well, I don't. I think <laughs> that Thirty Rock uh, is underrated. So I don't yeah. think it's a part of this conversation. I think it's a better show than people give it credit for. Yeah, take I that, think, Mike. Sorry. Yeah, and I think Friends is definitely overrated. I also think The Office is overrated. Ooh. But yeah, so, well, I'm just, just throwing those out there. Sorry. No, I think that's so. Don't be sorry. I think that's so interesting because I feel like <laughs> these shows are good, but yeah, it depends on how like how popular they are. I don't know. I, I think The Office is pretty great, but Friends like has gotten a little bit of flack. I feel like recently because, I, well, Leah, let me ask you this: Did you watch it growing up? No, I didn't really. I only within the last like five years have tried and it is hard I mean it's hard not to be like god Rachel is so selfish why are people friends with her like these people are all bad friends to each other like (laughs) just like I don't know uh it's tough uh with with um tv shows and specifically comedies because tv shows in broadcast television are meant to uh, to capture the mainstream of of that time, and mm. comedy is also culturally, uh, uh, you know, time subjective. So it's a little bit, yeah, it's tough for uh, friends to stand the test of time, or any or any sitcom really to do a good job of retaining its value, um, especially since the broadcast era. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but I do, I do think that I, I mean, I can, I can totally see how I don't think I, I would enjoy it 
now going back and being like looking for something that like really gets my sensibilities today and going back and watching friends and being like totally. this is fucking hack yeah <laughs> yeah no i and i agree and that's why i i do think it's overrated uh overall but i do i i think 30 rock is uh i like it much more than mm. friends but but uh, gotcha. It's just a different type of show, in my opinion. Yeah. I also, I you know, uh, a underrated show that I think is is just as funny as Thirty Rock, uh, funnier than Friends is Futurama. I think that's that's underrated, but that's not this conversation. Like, yeah. <laughs> Save it. You know, over overrated. Over overrated. overrated. Uh, Game of Thrones. Get out of oh, here! Get the <laughs> fuck out of here, Colin. I'm just out. No, 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 no. That was get out. That that that. I'm I'm asking the question. Do you guys think I have, oh, you I, said it as if it were a proclamation. I have no strong opinion on the show because I haven't watched it. But I'm curious to see I don't want to talk about it. I'm curious to see what you guys think about it. Is it is it overrated? Is it appropriately rated or is it underrated? I I think it's I think it's appropriately received. Uh, all around because because it got the accolades it deserved for as long as it was and then uh, as good as it was. It got shit on when it deserved <laughs> yeah. it yeah. as hard as it deserved it. <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I watched the show a lot in college, and I I've recently caught a few random episodes here and there. Uh, and I I didn't realize in college watching it, but it because I. I Liked Just it a it. lot. How I Met Your Mother. Oh yeah, no, overrated. Yeah, overrated. Totally, very overrated. And yeah. especially, I see, I see these um, articles that are like how, comparing it to Friends. And oh, like, Friends is better than How I Met Your Mother. Yeah. That's saying a lot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I, and I, in fairness, I also, ha- I don't think I, I think I've seen one full episode of How I Met Your Mother. Um, <laughs> but, but I've seen, I've seen clips because of how much people rave about it. Same same reason I go watch clips of like Big Bang Theory because uh, yeah. I'm like oh, oh that's that's so Big Bang Theory is what well and I feel really hypocritical saying that because I've never seen an episode of the Big Bang Theory I've seen like clips or parts of it and I'm like I wouldn't like you're this not, yeah you're yeah. seeing that the was, best parts of it that was another show in college I watched like eight seasons of Big, Big Bang, Bang Theory? Theory hell yeah this are you a fan what you're a fan no it oh, sucks God why because yeah. I was in college and dumb. Yeah. <laughs> Okay, well, here's the thing. I, I I feel like there. I I watched How I Met Your Mother a few times. Yeah. I I like enjoyed watching it because I think just TV in general is so fun to watch. But um, <laughs> okay, all right. Here's the thing. I um <laughs> um okay. Ted a thousand times worse than Ross. I think uh uh Jason Siegel is amazing and the yeah. best part of the show. And. What's her face? His girlfriend. Allison yes. Hannigan. Allison Hannigan. Yep. So that's great. what I was going to say is I actually loved How I Met Your Mother and I think it has to do with those relationships because I, w- yeah. I felt like they were more real and um, I enjoyed watching like their relationship and showcasing how much they loved each other and then also yeah. the, the arguments and, and fights that would happen versus like friends where... Maybe that. Happens, no, you're right. I, you no, Leah. You are I truly just, so right about that. I'm trying to think of like specifics, but there are definitely like episodes where the whole plot in Friends. I'm like, really? This? this no, is you're a so thing? right. Like, I, w- I definitely could be convinced about this, but I just feel like uh, my like the feeling that Ted's face gives me right now, Josh Radner. I feel like there were times where it was like good, but I don't know why he's such like a. Uh, oh my god, I was about to say pussy. <laughs> <laughs> but 
I do. Yeah. I, I know what you mean when you're not a fan of like one of the main characters and it ruins the show for you because that's how I felt with Silicon Valley and me not caring for. Um, Don't say it. Um, what's his face? Don't say it. Thomas Middleton. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, I know. Yeah. That, I heard that, he's kind of a creep in real life. That's the vibe Look, I get. Look, that's from... neither here nor there, but it <laughs> but is all around. Funny, but yeah. Yeah. Can I say something about How I Met Your Mother real quick? Mm -hmm. Uh, Mm -hmm. I think what's impressive to me about that show is I think Barney Stinson might be the sitcom character that was dated the quickest in the history Uh, of television. Yeah. He's he's so good as that role for that time, and then it's like, okay. Yeah. And then very, like within a year or so. uh, Who who plays Barney? Neil Neil Patrick Harris. Harris. Oh, okay. I want to go back to this Big Bang Theory. It's such, it's just, it is the, it has to, might be, in my opinion, the most overrated TV show. Totally. Does that have a laugh track? Because I also yes. don't yes. care yeah. for shows oh, that have laugh Have you tracks. seen, no, have you seen, well, that's Friends too, but yeah. have you seen that YouTube, <laughs> someone like, um, made a, a video of like a full episode of Big Bang Theory and just cut out the laugh track and it is the funniest thing in the entire world. But Did they leave the silence in? The gaps? They left the gaps, which was actually a little bit... <laughs> oh, they should have... Well, I think that is no, what no, they no, should have no, done because it was a little bit that it was a little bit jarring to watch that. So it The point of it is to be it. awkward and uh, to, to show you the shots and the, ga- and the space between um, the dialogue yeah. <laughs> when the laughs aren't there and on on that note like to me part of the reason any any show that i go back and watch that that uh, you know i didn't start watching when it was on the air that has a laugh track it's just hard for me so so how i met your mother is starting from a place of um a disadvantage for me anyway mm-hmm. yeah because television is so much better now i think that they that they got rid of the uh laugh track studio audience thing and i know that there's something special about doing a multi-cam in front of a live audience and, and getting real laughs and blah 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 but it just really changes when you shift over away from it and then it's like jarring to go back and be like yeah. stop fucking <laughs> like stopping the action to laugh um you know it's uh it, it feels hokey it would take it would yeah. take me Reacclimating to that to give a fair shot to any show that has um, a laugh track. I think the only two that I don't have a problem with are uh, Fresh Prince of Bel Air and Seinfeld. For sure. some reason, those two, the laugh track uh, uh, actually, I think, adds to the yeah. feeling of it's like a live theatrical experience. Um, yeah. But yeah, like uh, How I Met Your Mother for sure is is uh, and when the Big Bang Theory and all those is 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 tough. Um, I'm gonna say Riverdale. That, oh, I mean, 100%. Definitely. <laughs> Absolutely. It's just, to me, is a bad it's show. It's so bad. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. It's so bad. I like it. Really? That's yeah. one of the what? ones I put in Wait. my guilty bucket. Yeah, my yeah, guilty well, yeah, I mean, it's bucket. fun to watch with <laughs> someone, but yeah, yeah. you yeah. have to admit that it's so bad. Oh, oh, oh. It's, yeah, it's, but it, it's like, the uh, to me, the perfect amount of camp, I think. I think I'm only, I'm realizing I only like bad shows, though. Like, I true. like I to confirm. watch bad TV. Not... Like reality TV, I can't stand reality TV, but I I love watching shows that a lot of people think are just really not great. That's so interesting, why. and like, I've heard that, that that's that's uh, uh that tracks with anyone who's watched Riverdale and gotten through the the full season has explained it to me that way. Basically, of, of being, being like a guilty pleasure. Yeah, show. it's it's yeah. like 
it's you think it's bad and you watch it because it's bad, but then it's like kind of good. Get hooked, <laughs> <And they're> like, yeah. <laughs> I think they're just aware. Like the people that make that yeah. show are aware Honestly. that it's so cheesy and campy, and it's like it makes it feel uh, like you're, I don't know, like salaciously watching these people live these uncouth lives. Do you guys watch like, it oh together God. though, or do you watch it alone? Oh yeah, watch together. it together. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah, you cannot watch that show alone, no, or else no. you'll go crazy. Yeah. Have I you th- seen it, Colin? Yeah, I have. I saw the first season, I think. Because it's laughable at first. You're like, God, does roommates. anyone wear a shirt? Like, yeah. does everyone have a six pack? And- it, it's, <laughs> I mean, I can see how you can get get sucked into it, but it's it is a bad show. And when you only have so much time, it's not going to be at the top of my list to binge watch. I have a theory though that like people's preferences for TV shows are like, it's an escapism from your life. So if you yeah. have like a really dramatic life, maybe you want like a boring show, which is what yeah. I usually watch. No, and then yeah. maybe if you feel like your life isn't eventful, you watch something that's like super dramatic or sad where it's like, um, okay, I cry enough on my own. I don't need to watch a show to make me cry. Like, I think Leah this- just admitted <laughs> to having both a very dramatic and sad life. Yes. At the same time. No, <laughs> no, but I mean, I like I point. kind of like, like, for a long time, I just watched the Food Network. It wasn't even Same. quality content. I'm just watching Chopped in the background or mm-hmm. Iron Chef or Top Chef or any of the chef movies. <laughs> well, and I, yeah, like those the, the 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 Food Channel, but also those shows like what uh, American Pickers and uh, Pawn Stars. Those are all overrated. All of those yeah, shows. See, I never got into like the the Gold Rush or like the. Are they TLC shows? I don't know. Those shows about anything other than cooking? No. (laughs) Those non-cooking shows. Non-cooking shows. Uh. I have another one, another show that I love. Genuinely, I will fight for these shows all day, but Schitt's Creek is a little bit overrated, too. Oh, yeah. I think the characters are all so good, but I do think that um, um, there are a couple times where it's just like, Everything's so funny, but some things that happen just don't really pay off. It feels like it was sort of like, okay, that's was in there because that would be an interesting interaction or whatever. Um, but it, I don't know, you uh, like it, <laughs> uh, it doesn't really pay off. And then there are there for like a full season, um, the character that plays um, Stevie or the character Stevie and and David. Every single interaction they had was just like them saying something sarcastic to each other in up talk, and there was like nothing that ever happened between them. And they're they're one of the best parts about that show is like season one, their relationship was so was so fun, and uh, I think they've recovered from that. But it was there's just like some parts where I'm like, I don't know, we could probably could do better. But that show to me, I watch it. That's my show right now. I watch it all the time. I'm obsessed. I will never stop watching it and I will fight for it. But I just am saying that she's these shows that I love are a little bit overrated. Got it. What about Curve Your Enthusiasm? I actually like that way more than Seinfeld. Curb, I... I wouldn't call it overrated. I, I Right, think... yeah. I don't think it's rated as highly as Seinfeld. That's why, I yeah. don't know. People like it. I don't. <laughs> I it's it just uh I think Larry David's really funny. It's just um he's you know that 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 level of uh cringe awkward social humor. Crotchety. 
yeah, yeah. person. Yeah, it's just not my flavor. And, and but I think that that curb gets its following for people who do like that. And um, I don't, I don't, I don't, he- I don't hear people, uh, you know, raving about it so much that I'm like, get over it. Yeah, you know what I mean. Um, okay, any other TV show nominations? Let's go to books. Harry Potter. <laughs> the dictionary. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> the dictionary. Uh, the Bible. Uh, anything by Dan Brown. I don't know who the that Da Vinci is. Code, oh, uh, okay. Angels and Demons. I haven't read etc. Yeah. Okay, Da Vinci Code, I, I think, and I didn't read Angels and Demons, uh, nor did I or would I see the movie. Um, but because uh, Da Vinci Code, I think, was a good standalone thing. I don't need to rehash on it. I think, like, one kind of like, oh, the mysteries of uh, historical artifacts and artwork and stuff, uh, symbology is like, okay, cool. That's like a cool frame for a mystery. Um, but you thought the book was overrated? Yeah, I mean, I was a huge fan of of both of those books. I read them a few times each and watched the movies uh, with Tom Hanks. But I do think that, like, going back and and reading it, it was like, I don't know. It was just, like, a little bit too... Do you just feel like you've read a lot more that is better that you haven't heard of in common talk today <laughs> i think so yeah i think i think going back and rereading the da vinci code like years later it felt a little uh ya to me hmm. you know like it was a little too i i don't have a problem with that honestly and i know uh colin's about to tear into harry potter but um i think reading should be accessible i don't think it should be dumbed down i think as long as the story is good um my a lot my problem with a lot of writing is that it's it's uh, uh unnecessarily dense and you know, any, anything that I've gone back and, and read where they spend all this time, you know, there's like pages and pages before like something happens. Mm-hmm. I don't need to be a constant action uh, story, but like it, it's the same thing with uh, I was talking about 2001 A Space Odyssey <laughs> last episode. Like unnecessary filler. Yeah. Or- it's, it, to me that to me when, when it's like, OK, an indulgence in cinematography versus an indulgence in like uh <laughs> What the fuck are you writing doing right and now, man? prose is like <laughs> it's to, it, it, there's a point where it hurts the delivery of the story or the engagement of the audience. How do you feel me. about Charles Dickens? <laughs> yeah, that'd be a good example. Get mm-hmm. the fuck out of here. <laughs> Get out of here, Chuck. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Colin, what's your problem with Harry Potter? I read the first two books. Fine. <laughs> It's fine. He's like, now they have a whole theme park after. That's how I feel. <laughs> yeah. They were fine. I don't know. They Did you watch didn't. The I I watched. I think the f- first four movies. Um, I like the books that are the two books I read better than the movies. But again, it's just maybe I'm just not that into wizards. To me, it, it just never hooked me to read beyond the second book. So, I'll tell I you, think it's fine. I think it's overrated. I'll tell you what. Uh, I think that the movies are overrated because of how popular the books are. I think if there was no books, there would not have been a second Harry Potter movie. (laughs) It just would have been like straight to Disney Channel (laughs) and like uh, maybe a cult classic. Yeah, it would have become Wizards of Waverly Place just earlier. Yeah. (laughs) Oh, and then Selena. Think about her career. What What are your thoughts? What are your What's the group's thoughts on on Harry Potter? Love. 
I think it's I yeah I, I love Deserves it too. I think it's like right park. right where it's yeah. right where it's I think it's rated accordingly because I just the I think the 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 world uh, I think it's the same reason I'm a huge fan of Star Wars is like the world building uh, in that first book uh, and then just adding on to it as it went along I think was unparalleled. Mm-hmm. Well, and I'm like a huge Star Wars fan also, but just the I guess the Harry Potter didn't it didn't resonate with me you're not you're not a fantasy fan right. um so, so no harry potter no game of thrones right no lord right. of the rings no no but well, matrix and star wars uh, hell yes for yes Colin. matrix <laughs> and star wars well then big i think fan. we figured out what the problem is <laughs> yeah it's just not it's harry not. potter yeah <laughs> you don't like wizards yeah um i i'm gonna uh, throw out their breakfast of champions um what and this is a kurt vonnegut book uh and so so i think Kurt Vonnegut's most popular praised book is Slaughterhouse Five, um, and then the other two are Cat's Cradle and Breakfast of Champions. And I'm I'm, I'm a really big Kurt Vonnegut fan. And the more that I read into his books, um, the more I was like, Breakfast of Champions is just this like crude uh, implosion of, of Vonnegut's writing where like, he, he's just fucking around and it's good and it's fun to read, but it's like, he's drawing pictures of assholes like that are just, uh, like (laughs) what? Yeah. 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 I mean, it's funny to read, but it's like, (laughs) it's just not like, uh, next to Slaughterhouse five, which has like this, you know, political, uh, dark satire war criticism, um, and Cat's Cradle, which is like, you know, um, religious and uh, societal cultural commentary, <laughs> like Breakfast of Champions, to be like the third one that gets brought up for his name is just like this, uh, like no rules, which is probably really the reason that, that it's popular, but it just cracks me up that like... Um, if anybody's like trying to figure out uh, why those books are popular, don't start with Breakfast of Champions. You're going to be like, this guy's a freaking adolescent. <laughs> Who else for books? I think as a genre, self-help book books are kind of overrated. <laughs> 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 no, but I mean, I yeah. can, yes. have you seen <laughs> some of the New York Times? Self-help is overrated. <laughs> <laughs> no, but like that book... How no, I don't want to say specific books, but like no, books, say it. Yeah, just do it. Just say is it. Is it like how to not give a fuck or like oh, yeah, um yeah, yeah. it's just sometimes I read things and I'm like, duh. Like you're gonna tell me that you're gonna tell me I'm in my situation because of my environment and because of like all of these other things. Yes, I know that. How do I like I I don't know. Maybe I'm just frustrated. How do I not be in this environment that I'm in? <laughs> yeah. How do I not make the choices that I already made? I don't know. It's hard to... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. I think you need to write a self-help book. <laughs> I think you do, too. <laughs> yeah. I just much more appreciate like autobiographies where people share stories where you could maybe get something out of it or... Mm-hmm. I like um, mystery books. So <laughs> you got a self-help book? Don't give it to me. <laughs> got it. <laughs> Noted. Um, uh, any other books to nominate anything okay. from like, from like high school reading, like great Gatsby or catching the rye kind of stuff. Uh, oh, I loved yeah, great Gatsby. I, I thought great Gatsby was good too. From high school though, from, from AP lit shout out to AP lit <laughs> as a <laughs> cool, yeah. uh, boop, boop. friggin' Wuthering Heights uh. sucked. Uh, anything of Pride and Prejudice 
also sucked. What? Yeah, no, no good. Did not like it. Anything, anything from that era and that like type of like foggy Moorish love story. No good. I can't handle you it. You don't like Pride and Prejudice? No, that's that went into the what James was talking about with just like if it takes one sentence to say the thing, why is it for a page and a half? Okay, you yeah. know what though? Like sometimes I think like the way people spoke back then is so wild. Like the the, <laughs> the vocabulary that um people used and knew and were able to convey things in, in a certain type of way, it was just fascinating to me and i think like i don't know there's something to be said for that yeah i think what's to be said with uh, you know with respect to my opinion of it is like i would never be able to go back in time to that era because i would just get so impatient with people just being like what do you want me to do i'm reading little women right now and it is so fun and funny i the way the way that i mean they they captured it pretty well in the in the current movie too i actually haven't seen the first one but i it's so freaking fun to read to think that like this is how people spoke. I think that's like uh awesome. I think it's so fun. But I do agree that like yeah, Wuthering Heights I did. I, I remember think, not liking it. I much. think I'm good with people speaking like that if it's just like the dialogue, but all the description and like mm. the the laying out the setting and like what's happening in the town it's all written in the gotcha. same type of prose where gotcha. it's like clearly not the character speaking that way but like the author thinking and writing that way you mean my like sixth grade diary where i was like our hotel has two couches one table <laughs> five chairs and like that was my yep. diary was just describing <laughs> things in the room i went to my grandmother's house she had three couches yeah, and like, two <laughs> cats and she had one fridge and then yeah. in the fridge there was an apple a banana <laughs> Like okay, nobody cares about this. Yeah, yeah. Like a fringed blanket lay motionless on a torn couch, aged by decades of dust and poverty. I'm actually like, pretty gripped. Yeah. <laughs> well, when's it coming out? Uh, next year. It's called uh, War. Uh, maybe maybe try a different title, but I, it might go somewhere. You lost me at the title there, Mike. <laughs> so we're good on on books. Uh, well, since we brought up high school readings, let's move on to our next topic, which is overrated school subjects. History, history in general. Oh, yeah, mm, history. Eh? At least the way they taught it uh, back when when I was in high school, where so it was like, this, remember these dates. Who's, where you're like, you who's don't really doing the to. ratings yeah, though? Like, it, are yeah. your teachers overrating it as this is such a great, or like your parents being like, this is a crucial, or yeah, as a kid, are you gonna be like, Jim's overrated because <laughs> everyone yeah. thinks it's the best, but really, it sucks to run the mile. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I totally. mean, that is fair, true. Yeah, that yeah, is yeah. a fair. And to like swim point. with your peers, like everyone yeah. thinks Jim's a easy A, but you're like, no, it sucks. No, Jim yeah. was stressful. Honestly, as someone who's yeah. obsessed with sports, I, I yeah. feel like Jim, I did not like Jim that much. And I thought it was so weird that it was just during the middle of the day and then we have to like fucking change in the locker room. <laughs> I liked it in elementary school, I think, but in high school it was like, oh my God, I'm, I'm, you have like this social hierarchy and then you have to yeah. like play sports and like do Things I don't know. I yeah. didn't. I didn't. Yeah. You're at risk at, at you know changing in front of the wrong people will downgrade you on that social hierarchy. Oh my god, stressful. Yeah. yeah, I didn't like Jim either, but I didn't. I didn't uh, think it was. I, I I I guess I didn't think it was overrated. I just hated it. But like history, I thought it was like overrated in the sense of uh, um, I don't. <sighs> 
Like the importance, like adults telling you. Yeah, you yeah, yeah. This like the importance of when something happened is is oh. less important to me as like the what no. happened and what lesson is contained within that event. Like I don't care if it was totally. April or May of eighteen seventy six. Just like tell me why is that worth learning about? You know what I mean? Yeah. History should really be more narrative, and I and I do think that there's like this. Um, it seems to be a mandate of like whatever school policy or structure what there's a word for for this that I've curriculum. curriculum yeah yeah curriculum um requirements where it's just, there's just something more uh tangible or quantifiable about things like dates and names of events and and, and people's names and, and whatnot but like i think framing it in uh story is I, I, you know, just a lot easier to understand the significance of it today and, and take yeah. away from from what what you need to. That's a great point. Why well, you need to learn it, and yeah. especially to today, today, you know, twenty twenty. It's like the date itself. It will take me five seconds to to find out when it actually happened. Right. But like I think the actual- they are trying to get away from that now. Are they? For, I, I think so. I think so. I remember in K college, like any any class we had like that. Of course, this is college now, but dates were like never important. It really is like, yeah, what are you getting out of it? Which I feel like, yeah, I I loved my um, American, I feel like it was like my American history class because I remember a project we did where we had to like, uh, I don't know, maybe it was like focus on a decade or something and like get like talk about what happened in movies and whatever and, and do something creative out of it. And I feel like I remember more from that than I do from any other like history class. It's like projects like that where you actually have to like apply knowledge. Uh, so much more helpful. Yeah, I, I agree. Like my history classes in college, I thought were important. Now, James, I'm curious, what what subject do you think is overrated? Honestly, probably math. Um, <clears throat> and in part because of the same thing with history, um, which is the the way that it's taught. I think applied, you know, math being applied is way different than just like math for math's sake. We get so deep into math for people who, uh, for the most part, are not going to become mathematicians or physicists for the rest of our lives. Um, And I think that, that, uh, you know, when, when it comes to like, even abstract math, because if the point of mathematics is to uh, learn to think in a certain way, then things like, logic and proofs um could or or uh trigonometry and and like uh, geometrics could probably come into play uh, a lot earlier um or be toyed around with more uh compared to you know freaking fractions and that's interesting and i'll tell you why Uh, (laughs) i've learned a lot about you you during the course of these last two episodes Mike and, and I don't see each other in between episodes. We only <laughs> learn about each other here. Yep, that's right. That's that's it. Uh, I think math is the most important subject uh, in the history of mankind and also the universe. Um, so if that's calling something overrated, then guilty is charged. <laughs> I guess <laughs> it's a tough. It's a. This is a tough thing to 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 say what's overrated. Um, Wait, can, Mike, can you back that up? Because I kind I there there's part of me that agrees with you, and I really liked math. I want to hear your argument for it. Well, because because so part of it is what James said about like math, uh, uh, teaching how teaching you how to think yeah. logically. Totally, but but I think more more so than that, it it allows you to like see something and then be like, 
oh, I can use math to figure out how to make it do the exact same thing. Like if you see an apple falling, uh, you can then be like, well, there's no, there's no, there's no completion to this sentence where I'm like, oh yeah, I did that last week. (laughs) No, it's not that you, no, (laughs) it's not that you did it last week. It's that someone, Isaac Newton, did it in the 1600s and then people did stuff off of the stuff that he did. And it's like, it, it allows you to, um, interpret information and internalize and intuit certain types of information that without having internalized math and logic first you wouldn't be able to yeah but do. But, but, but i think i think that the, the way that we teach math in schools uh is as if everyone's going to become a professional mathematician it'd be like if um you know in uh in gym that we were training everyone to be an olympic athlete it's like no no i agree but i, I yeah yeah i agree i think i think the way that they teach pretty much everything in school is is uh uh, no good. Yeah, and 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 I think math is particularly <laughs> overrated. <laughs> I think that your I just, I just think I, I think that, that that intuiting and everything can come from a uh, uh, you know critical reasoning and the stuff that you find on like uh, IQ exams or in these like brain training apps that are are uh, popular today where it's like. Um, you know, uh, uh, what uh, establishing patterns and um, deductive reasoning, I, I think, is similar but more applicable than the depths of math that we get into by the time we're in uh, high school and 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 people are driving themselves uh, literally insane or you know just unhealthy pressure on uh, you know nailing your calculus AP. That's all. Hmm. To that point with the like what you can learn using some apps, I feel like learning a language like when you're in school is just a lot less efficient than, than some other ways. Doing like right now, going through Duolingo, trying to learn Romanian, I'm like, I've learned so much more than I did in like three years of Spanish. Really? Like yeah, yeah. just oh, I, I don't know. I think the Duolingo games, is the, overrated. I just feel <laughs> 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 I love that. Uh, no, it, yeah, I just think it's something about, um, a classroom environment and maybe it was like how my specific classes that I took were taught, but, um, just how slowly the lessons go for yeah. like, oh, mm. one week you learn this, whereas you might learn that in a matter of days. Uh, yeah. I think the difference in the way that people learn for sure is, yeah. is a, a huge, um, uh, factor in, in, like who you are as an adult and how you how you get in from it because if if you like if you're if you just can't learn in the way that school is traditionally structured yeah. no you're right then that's going to make you not be open to learning later in life yeah, yeah. Uh, and I think that that that's that's the that's the real bummer uh, and as a person that like loved math uh, and loved learning it the way that they taught it uh, I think I can see why it's like for me you know more important as opposed to someone that like you know, would struggle through it and is like, this is not how I learn it. Uh, so, so I think it's overrated. And like, when am I ever going to need to do an algebraic equation, uh, walking down the street or whatever? See, I never felt that way about any class I took, even photography. I felt like we, I remember going over, like having a piece of paper printed out that went over the terms like aperture. And you're like, why can't we have cameras with us right now? And you show me exactly what an aperture is. Like, Yeah. (laughs) yeah. 
Well, that, I mean, that's also a funding thing. Let's not yeah. get off the yeah, rails yeah, yeah. here. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and we need to reform right, schools. <laughs> get out your cameras. <laughs> this school is rich as fuck. Look, uh, you can cut everything I said out. Deal. <laughs> Colin, I feel like you, you had something to chime in with. So it's really hard for me to say what subject is overrated, um, but probably literature for me. But I think that boils down to the conversation of how we learn, because I always, like you, math and science were always at the top, and I excelled in those. I was always told, you should be an engineer when I was younger. So literature, naturally, to me, was like, ah, who cares? But I don't know. It's To me, I have a hard time saying any of these subjects are overrated. <clears throat> yeah, well, so so similarly with writing... Well, so literature, you mean, you mean, um, yeah, reading assignments. Reading assignments, yep. I think that some sort of story consumption is important. I do agree that it doesn't need to come from books and that classic literature is overrated. I, th- I think that modern, popular literature is, uh, should be so much more, um, emphasized. I, I, I really like that, that would, would go a, long, a longer way. And, and just to kind of piggyback on it with, uh, you know, writing and formatting again, it's like, how much do you need to like put together a sentence? Yes. Put together, you know, how to write your thoughts out. Yes. But like, uh, freaking learn how to write niambic pentameter. Probably not. Right. Mm. Or, um, or, or citation and research paper kind of stuff. It's like, uh, is, is that, is, is, that going to translate after college? Is everyone going to go into like publishing research papers? No, yeah, right. Like, I think my composition one hundred and one course in college though really opened up my writing. Like, if I didn't take that class, it, I like maybe at the at, in the moment I might have been like, oh, who, why? But then taking that really was the first time I felt like I became a writer. Well, and that's why I think you know you have like a, a good teacher uh, will kind of push each person like notice strengths in people and push them in, in individually. Um, but also, you know, funding and whatnot. Yeah. I changed my answer from gym to cursive. That, that was <laughs> You're going to need to use this. You're going to have to sign your name. And then it's like, they how often do you use cursive? <laughs> and then you're like, why don't I just learn how to write my name? And that's it. Uh, it what, we, we should really just be signing with thumb prints, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's like, if, that, if that's the way to do it, it's so much easier and harder to forge. Yeah. Uh, okay. Well, we are once again at our time limit for this episode. And even though we only covered uh, three more topics and we had a few more that we were hoping to get to other categories of overrated things, uh, we'll just put a button on it here with two episodes. And if you would like to chime in on the conversation, you can find us on social media. You can email us suggestions for questions at buck50podcast at gmail. And we thank you for listening, and we'll catch you next time on the Buck 50 Social Club. Bye.